Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, the IMA. This is episode 5. 5 is prime, and is the smallest number of queens needed to attack every square on a standard chessboard. Okay, this week on the podcast we're going to hear from Naira Chamberlain. Naira works as a mathematical modelling consultant and he's going to talk about a couple of problems that he's worked on. Right, there was uh, one problem I was was looking at and it was to deal with combining a a discrete event simulator with a network problem and it was to do with... um, Everybody's heard of the uh, travelling salesman, mm-hmm. where you have a, where you need like a salesman that needs to go right to different locations, and you want to actually minimise the, the mileage that that salesman's done. Well, we had a, a little um, variation of that called the travelling repairman, where you, what you have is a, a repairman will go to the location, he will actually stay at that location to repair whatever item is, then he moves on to the next location. Again, we want to actually to minimise. The, the mileage that repairman has done. Mm-hmm. Now, a little variation onto that, so we had the travelling salesman, the travelling repairman, now what we have on top of that is called the dynamical travelling repairman. The <laughs> dynamical travelling repairman is that the repairman will go off on his, his route, he'll go to his location, he will repair the item, and then he goes to the next location. Again, we want to minimise the mileage he does. However, the dynamical means that he, that things will change with time. Henceforth, why it's called the dynamical. So henceforth, he's driving to his lo- to location A. He repairs the first job, and then he may get a phone call and saying the situation has, has changed. They have more problems, other places. So henceforth, we have to do like a recalculation. So what we had was we had like a global communication system, and we wanted to actually identify how many. Mechanics, how many um, uh, how many IT um, engineers do you need located in various various locations around the world where they actually can go out and fix a problem within 24 hours? Yeah. So we had to again, what I was saying, we had to combine a discrete event simulation showing where all these problems occurred and actually do like a simulation of these mechanics going out to solve these problems. And also embedded within that was a dynamical traveling repairman. <laughs> algorithm, yeah. which is again like the traveling salesman, but but got a difference. But again, it's saying it's using the dynamics, and again that was just using um, using like heuristics. And of course, we made the assumption of saying that the the engineer um, who can get to the problems first solves the problem, and that was that was quite dynamic and yeah. that worked very well. Yeah. Probably my best um, six weeks of my own professional career was one time when I worked out in the Netherlands and it was to do like a six weeks consultancy and what happened was um, we, I was working for a, a, a multinational research and development centre and they had like a in-house um, software and what they wanted to do, they wanted to make it a uh, make it into a module to a, for a commercial software yeah. and what they wanted, to, uh, wanted me to do was they wanted actually to, to change 144,000 lines of code <laughs> and all the 124,000 lines of, of, of supporting so it actually will come compatible with this, um, uh, with this commercial uh, code algorithm yeah? Yeah. and um, so with that I recognised that if I did do that badly it was going to take me a long time so I thought okay what's the fastest way to uh, what's the fastest way to change a computer program. Well, what's the fastest way to change a computer program? 
And I thought, well, I've only got six weeks to do this, and there's 144,000 lines of code. I thought, well, what's the fastest way to change a computer program? I thought, the fastest way to change a computer program is to write a virus. So I thought, well, if I write a virus that actually went inside the program, change it from the inside, wouldn't that destroy and make bad things? I thought, well, no. What about if I wrote like a virus that actually, instead of going inside the program and actually destroying it, but actually creatively, actually conforming it to this commercial code? Yeah. So that's what I did. So I wrote this virus that went <laughs> into this, went into this uh, in-house code, went through all the lines, put in all these rules, yeah. and actually changed it into the commercial code. And um, that took about four weeks, and they were saying, come on, release it, release it. And I thought, no, I better not uh, release it. It's got to be perfect, because if it's not perfect, it will destroy the code. Yeah. So I came to the time when I actually um, 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 finished it and actually released the virus, and the virus went into the code, changed everything on the inside, and all the programming is <laughs> a swarting pro uh, program, which actually changed it into the commercial code. Um, what they did is actually tested it and it, it passed all nine test benches within four days. And from that I got a, uh, I got a, a letter of commendation from the managing director from that research company and that was my best six weeks of my professional career. There you go. <laughs> okay, I hope you enjoyed listening to that. I'm sure you'll have noticed Nara is an enthusiastic chap and very entertaining to listen to. If you're interested in the podcast, I've set up a Facebook page for this uh, and you can get to that, you can get to the notes relating to today's episode and more information about the podcast at www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk Thank you for listening. <laughs>